Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by no one. Well, typically it's DraftKings Sportsbook, but look, we're going to drop you a free, ad-free edition of the DNVR Rockies podcast. It's a holiday. You just celebrated your holiday on the 4th of July, as did we. But you know what? That's okay. We're, we're going to get you through this week. We'll get you through the entire Dodgers series. We'll be back at a normal time with normal shows and normal ad reads. But... Do want to at least point out that, of course, the Dodgers, well, the Rockies are in Los Angeles. The Dodgers are in Los Angeles. They're both there because they're playing a baseball game, as they do, because that's how it works, right, Susie? That's exactly how it works, Patrick. Oh, we should have introduced ourselves, too. Like That's how <laughs> loosey-goosey this edition is, that we're, Listen, we're, we're, we're just... there. It's like a pilot episode. This is a pilot episode of our new 20-minute abridged podcast. Um, I'm Susie Hunter. Thanks for joining us on the DNVR Rockies podcast. And I'm Forrest Gump. Now, this series, of course, was started off last night. You had Kyle Freeland against Julio Urias, the two lefties. On Tuesday, you can expect Herman Marquez with his heeled thumb going in game two against Mitch White. And then on Wednesday, Rockies starter not exactly determined at the time of recording. For the Dodgers, it's Tony Gonsolin. He's 10-0. and 0. Can the Rockies hang a loss on another undefeated pitcher like they did last week at home and an 8-0 Tyler Anderson? Could they do that? I don't know. But to be determined, their starter on Wednesday, maybe we'll know it by the time Tuesday afternoon rolls around. I'm guessing it's going to be Ryan Feltner, though Ashton Godot did come up and take Sensatel's spot on the roster. So it's going to be one of those guys is my guess. Yeah, no, I'm definitely curious to see who gets that start because we have seen Ashton stretching out as a potential starter. So who knows? It could be it could be anyone. Maybe it'll be me. Are you planning on going to Los Angeles? I mean, Is this I'm a allowed- virtual start. <laughs> this might be a virtual start. <laughs> I see how it goes. Yeah, well, technology nowadays, you know, you can prepare to see a pitcher. Uh, with with virtual reality goggles on that's definitely a new piece of technology that guys have been using that's actually not a joke Uh, it's a legit way to go ahead and and get those reps it's i'll never forget it was my first year covering the team coincidentally talking about the dodgers and dj lemayhew was uh on the il and just kind of pulled him aside a little bit to pick his brain and he said no I'd, i'd rather face clayton kershaw than just Joe Blow, Triple A pitcher, because I've seen Clayton Kershaw. I can, in you know my my mind and my mind's eye, 
see myself getting a hit off him. He's faced him enough where he's actually been able to do that. Now, more times than not, he's making it out like you do against most pitchers. But he can kind of visualize that, and he's not going to be taken by surprise. And so players have that confidence that even if their batting average says 250 against a certain pitcher, they've they've seen him before. They, they've got that kind of visual you know, uh-huh. on, on that, that pitcher. And so I think if you were to start in one of these virtual games, Susie, you would do fairly well as – no one even knows what, you know, what, what's your handedness. Do you, throw, <laughs> do you go righty? Do you go lefty? Do you go over the top like you're shooting a free throw shot? I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I, I mean, I guess I am a righty thrower, but I'm a lefty batter. So, you know, okay. I'm basically, a, I'm like a, I'm, I'm the show head of this podcast. Yeah. It's very unique. Very unique. I like that. Now, one thing that we do once in a while for these road series is just talk about our, our favorite things to do uh, when, when they're in that, that certain city. And so for Los Angeles, for me, I haven't spent a ton of time in Los Angeles. It's a place that I've not going to say avoided, but it feels like you know, if, if, you, if you're well-traveled, you've probably gone there for one reason or another. But it's just kind of a city that I just haven't taken to or really wanted to take to just because of – I don't know about grimy or gritty. Just look, traffic and gridlock. Ah, it's just it's gross. I, I no, I, I'm just gonna pass all the time when it comes to I, Los Angeles. I, on the other hand, I have spent so much time in LA. I've I like lived there for three weeks over the summer. I have family out there, so I've spent a ton of time in LA. I can get in and out of the parking lot at Dodger Stadium in under ten minutes, which is very impressive. It's extremely impressive, and I'm very proud of it. Um, and I would like for someone to endorse me on LinkedIn for that. But yeah, LA's fun. Weather's perfect. People are crazy. What more can you ask for? Perfect weather for sure. Yeah, it's uh, until you know California breaks off into the ocean, floats away. We know that that's obviously going to happen. It's been discussed many, many times. I've been to the area two or three times. Uh, I've family in in santa monica and so you know again depending on what time of year you go it it can have you know get more bang for your buck i flew in there once on christmas day crazy cheap flight got in my rental car went like from the airport to venice beach beach to dodger stadium to you know like the the hollywood strip man's chinese theater it has a new name now but like did all of that in like 30 minutes because it was Christmas and it was 8 a.m. in the morning. And it was like, this is great. Like, I'm down for this. But every other day of the year, I just, I can't. I'll, I'll do San Diego. San Diego, I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. But L.A., no. No, oh. I can't. Is there, is, uh, there, is there like an actual like city center where you're like, oh, this is where the culture no. and the vibe is? See, there you go. That's another thing. You go, there's but no you know actual, what? It's like Colorado Springs. That's the thing that it's missing because mm. it has so much potential and it's just a real great place with great people. But the downtown, there's the old town, old town Colorado Springs, which is nice, but super small. Yeah. Like LA is kind of like that too, in a, in a sense. LA and Colorado Springs, the same city. I have family, <laughs> yes, in, I have family in Pasadena, which very much has a nice downtown. And, you know, the thing I just like the most about the LA area is that, like, you know, I like to eat healthy and it's really easy to eat healthy while being out and about in LA, in Southern California. So I appreciate that. And I like some sunshine. My serotonin levels thank me. 
I, I've also eaten healthy when I was in LA. I went to Danny Trejo's donut shop. Yes, <laughs> that Danny Trejo, he has a donut place. That's awesome. Yes, that's awesome. It was very, very good. I, I did enjoy that. But yeah, the traffic, I just, I can't. And I guess if you lived on the outskirts, you know, there there are those like little pockets and whatnot. But if you've got to get into LA and just where Dodger Stadium is located, that's why I, I, I've mentioned this to a couple of people in the, in the past week with LA hosting the all-star game. And I haven't bothered to really look too much at, at all the different festivities. I don't even know if they have the details yet, but it's, I can imagine it could be crazy with everything being so spread out. And the thing last year about the all-star game is just so amazing that it was all right here. And you had McGregor square across the street and you had some other events downtown, but it wasn't too far away. And traffic is never that bad. If you are originally from this area, Yes, it's gotten worse progressively over time, but in the grand scheme of things, and when you talk about the worst cities with traffic, it's not that bad. So uh, there's a good chance in five to 10 years when people talk about the best all-star games ever and just the show and, and, and all that, I, I think the one that Coors Field held in 2021 very much could be at the top of that list. That is the one concern I do have for LA is just how are people going to get from point A to point B? I feel like a lot of people are going to like miss the home run derby or miss the all-star game or be like really late for them because like some traffic incident is going to happen and make people super late for these games. I'm calling it now. Well, that's going to be like the secondary story, I think, right? Yeah. And, and, And MLB has to know that. So they have to have some kind of plan in place so there isn't any kind of – yeah, it'll be embarrassing to MLB. It'll be embarrassing to to L.A. maybe more than anything and for the player. But, like, if a guy, you know, again, misses his opportunity or whatever, yeah, it's, it's a long game. So, you know, but if a starter is taken out of that that lineup to be a starter because they're late for something uh, or, or just doesn't get a chance to warm up like they would normally, right? Because, hey, I showed up on time for first pitch, but I didn't get to warm up. You know, like that'll be bad. So it'll be interesting to see if MLB has any kind of contingency plans. If they've, is there like yeah. a, a helicopter pet? Is there a helipad at Dodger Stadium where maybe there's gotta be? I see. It's interesting that you bring up players. I was just talking about fans. I think there's going to be yes. a lot of really frustrated fans. Stands are going to look really empty at the starts of these events because I think people are just going to get stuck in so much traffic and they're going to be so late. But yeah, I didn't even think about the the players in this, the people who are actually making it all happen. So, I mean, they've got a, I would hope that they have a helicopter situation set up, but who knows? We'll see. If anyone has any intel, please email me. Susie so what player, what, what player is going to be you know, stuck on the one or, or, or somewhere and is going to have to climb the rope ladder. Like who are we are you, are you thinking Dansby Swanson? Maybe <laughs> we're going to see video of him climbing the rope ladder. And before he gets inside the helicopter and he's taken to Dodgers, that's, that's where my money's on. He's athletic enough that he is going up the rope ladder. Yeah. So it's, it's about the players in that capacity, <laughs> right? Because millions are watching elsewhere that, mm-hmm. you know, the fans don't matter in that way, unfortunately, right? Yeah. But yeah, we're talking looking just at the fans. Oh, it's going to be bad for some people, man. I, I feel really badly for anyone that, you know, really targeted this on their schedule to do. And and if they don't get their ducks in a row, like you, you just need to plan to get there. And again, every situation is different depending on where you're coming from. But you might have to, 
plan on getting there two, three hours even before the gates open. Like, yeah. Just you can't get there too early because you might get there. Like I, I that happened to me to a, a soccer game once. It was a, a Gold Cup game. I want to say in two thousand eight at at Giant Stadium. It was Team USA and against Mexico for all the marbles and gridlock. So much traffic. We got there at halftime, and Mexico was already up like three nothing. And so it sucked. But it was awesome seeing like a, you know one fan base like having a great time. I was like, okay, this is a soccer atmosphere. Yes, it wasn't what I was hoping for. But I still enjoyed the vibes. It was still an awesome experience that I loved. But it was because the game plan wasn't to get there like as early as possible. It's just you know, reasonably speaking, there'll be a little bit of traffic. So you're going to have to plan for that when it comes to the All-Star game. Or else, you're right, it's going to be a frustrating time. It's going to be similar to that stadium series that the uh, Avalanche had when they played the Kings in mm-hmm. Colorado Springs. I was at that game, and it was so bad that everyone in the press was like, yeah, we're just going to stay until the traffic ended and, and the traffic's gone. And yet the the staff at Falcon Stadium was like, you guys got to get out of here. You've been here too long. Despite the fact that there's still traffic, we're closing the press box now at 1.30, whatever it was. And so that was definitely a, a cluster. So I, I hope that's not the case if anyone is going out there you know, for that event. Yeah, for sure. We're th- I remember seeing a lot of tweets or seeing some tweets at least about people who were heading down or trying to head down to that game and just didn't make it because yeah, the traffic too. was just it just took forever. So like that's what I'm concerned about with the All-Star game. So Yeah. Ho- I hope that's not the case, but I mean, this is LA, so Very true. Very true. It's pretty bad. Now, I don't think it'll we're... happen this week in with the Rockies in LA, but <laughs> Yeah, okay. If there's yeah, you're right. There's not gonna be additional traffic. If anything, might be a little bit less. Might be a little bit less than normal. <laughs> now, when it comes to Fourth of July, again, it's everyone does it a little bit differently, but I think everyone does it pretty much the same. And so begs the question, Susie, you go you go hot dog, you go hamburger, or do you go like a third option if you're going the vegan route, so to speak? Listen, I uh I'm a hamburger girl. Hamburgers are fantastic. They are delicious. Um, so that is hamburgers all the way. If there, there, I had a period of time where I think my mom was getting burgers from, from like a butcher and I, I was going no cheese because it was just that good. It was just, no, maybe I, I had to have gone cheese. I just went no condiments. I went no condiments on it. But interesting. Yeah, I throw a tomato on there, lettuce, give me a little onion pickles mayo also in addition to the ketchup you know once i was at a some kind of barbecue some kind of cookout and they were serving hot dogs and hamburgers all that but i took a hamburger and there was also someone had made mac and cheese and i put the mac and cheese on top of the burger Ooh, that's I good i like truly that truly innovative stuff i know it was really delicious i'm down with that i like that so, yeah that i well. like I like making the combos, you know, I like stepping outside the box. For sure. Yeah, no, I, I'm a burger at a barbecue, but I've probably just consumed way more hot dogs in my life. It just, it's easy. (laughs) They're, they're easy. Now, potato salad or macaroni salad, where are you going on that front? Yo, potatoes all day, every day. I love potatoes. Give me potato salad. I love potatoes. Not too crazy about potato salad. I, I don't like macaroni salad or potato salad. I just, because typically- Are you a non-mayo guy? 
I love I love mayo. Did do me do twenty minutes on how I used to eat mayo by the spoonful? Just oh, actually, I one hundred percent blocked that out. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't want I don't to ever be it. reminded. <laughs> I, I don't blame you for that one. But no, no, it's not the mayo. It's those foods are typically hot for me. It's like macaroni. It's a cold. It's a hot thing. Potatoes. It's a hot thing. So. But but I'll, I'll have a little bit of it. It's it, it's okay. I, I've I've had my spells where I probably would lean a little bit more towards macaroni salad potato. But uh, what about beverage? I know if it, you know you can go all kinds of different ways with the Breck brews, Avalanche ales. Obviously, uh, it's that time of year, and uh, maybe you're going you're doing more shots than anything. <laughs> it, it varies. But if you're looking for something sweet, maybe earlier in the day or something for uh, when you were younger, iced tea, or you going with like a seltzer. Oh, everyone knows I'm a seltzer queen. I mean, when I was younger, it might have been a Four loco, but I am a seltzer girl all day, every day. I, I drink a decent amount. My mom drank a lot of seltzer. This is, this is a mom-heavy podcast here. We're talking a lot about our families. This is, this is okay. <laughs> this is good. Um, but, you yeah, know, I, I drank a little bit of seltzer when I was a kid. Then went out of Vogue. Now, now I'm back to, to going hard in the seltzers. But I never, I never had that big uh, Turkey Hill iced tea the big jug from wawa i never had that phase but i know plenty of people that would go hard on the iced tea from a convenience store speaking my language right now from philly because nothing is better than the wawa iced tea or the turkey hill iced tea that stuff is my jam it's good no it's i i think i avoid it because i'm like well i know it's gonna be like crack so i might as well not ever really have it because i know i'm gonna be addicted yeah my limitations I know my you know what? When I was on my road trip last year, the last Wawa that I saw in Virginia, or actually, no, I saw another one in Florida, but the last Wawa that I saw, I stocked up on iced tea. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to see this again for a really long time. Um, so that's, that's how good. important it is to me. There, I found, so we got Bucky's coming to, to Colorado, mm-hmm. uh, up in, in Jamestown, so just south of Fort Collins and Loveland. So maybe 40 minutes away. And I found when I when I first kind of learned about Bucky's and, and got a little bit infatuated. So, well, what's going on with this? There was just some dude who was selling like secondhand Bucky's snacks. So he would, I guess, just buy a whole bunch and then he would ship it out to you wherever you need it because Bucky's didn't do that. And so obviously there's like an upcharge. And then I don't know if his site got shut down or he just ended up – I think he was just sold out of everything. And so – that's a good little side hustle. I feel like you could do that with Wawa. I feel like you could do that with the with the uh, the Turkey Hill iced tea. You know, do a little something on the side with that. You know what I mean? That is so smart. I can't wait to get sued by Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be an honor. It's like, oh wow, it was signed by James T. Wawa himself. This is amazing. <laughs> Not a real person, folks. It's a city in Pennsylvania. All right, what about games? Cornhole or ladder ball? I feel like you've got a hot take here for me. I don't know what ladder ball is. Like oh I've never God. heard of ladder ball. I, to be to be honest, when I'm doing a little outline here, a mental outline, I was like, wait, what is that game called? Is it called ladder toss? It's basically there's like three or four rungs. It's just like PVC piping. Maybe it'll be colored. And then you've got like, not nunchucks, but you've got like a piece of rope with like two you know, balls on the end of it and you can like whip it over your head and like throw it almost like a lasso. But your goal is to try to whip it around these various ladders, these different rungs. And depending on the rung you get it on, you get so many points. Ladder ball. 
never heard of this. Um, I'm gonna. You've have had to have seen it. Does it sound familiar? This doesn't even sound familiar to me. Wow. Yeah. We okay, so this. then we'll pivot. Okay. Or wiffle ball. Oh, wiffle ball. Two totally different things. Yeah. Love the answer. Love I the love answer. wiffle ball. And also, I've got I've got a blitz ball set in my garage that I have not used in a while, so I'm gonna lump that in there too. And we we haven't decided if we're a wiffle ball show or if we're a little bit more like uh, John Boy. You know, hey, if the old school wiffle ball is not gonna throw some whiffs our way, then we may have to we may have to become a, a blitz ball family. We can we can try it out. I've got I've got plenty of extra blitz balls in the garage. I've never right blitzed. Now. I've never it's, blitzed. Is that it's what you're actually so fun. I guess so. I don't know. I've had it for a really long time. I was like, you know what? My friends and I need to get into some more lawn games. Um, so like years and years ago, I got this. And the first time we played it, I just I remember losing so many balls. They just like traveled so far outside really? of my friend's yard. So I had that to seems just, dangerous. Like, well, they're not hard, you know, they're not like going to hurt someone. But if they're traveling that far, I mean, there's right. You got kind of have certain velocity coming off the bat, certain speed, launch angle, stat just, cast, blitz. They're ball, like you know magical, I mean? you know. They are just <laughs> insane. It didn't seem unsafe, um, but yeah, they just they just would get lost so far away. That gets me a little bit excited. There, I've I've never I've never blitzed. Now, and the bat I think is a little bit different because the wiffle ball is like a stick ball style. The big yellow kind of stick ball. And you can modify it when I think when I was a kid. I think I had a couple where put duct tape around the barrel, make it travel a little bit further. I think some people would even cut the bottom open of the wiffle ball bat and and shove like newspaper in there for the uh, millennials. Newspaper is what you would uh, read, you know, what, what was going on in the world. You didn't check it on your phone. No, some... millennials know what newspapers are. It's Gen Z they... that doesn't oh, know. Oh, Gen what a Z. Yes, is. yes, yes. My apologies. Thank you. Uh, millennials. Apology yes. accepted. The Gen Zers uh, don't know. But yeah, you'd stuff uh, some newspaper in there and then kind of duct tape the bottom up. And then that would give you a lot more pop and, and potency and probably travel a lot more like a tennis ball. You know, I didn't know that this was a, a hack. So listen, we're going to break this down. We're going to have to have like a, a blitz ball day as a company since we don't have an I office right now. That'll be our office. <laughs> So I don't know that I, I said this anywhere. Maybe I did, at least not on the podcast. I was hoping that for the All-Star game last year, like, you know, we maybe we're going to be able to blow it out. It kind of all came together a little bit too late. There was other yeah. things going on, as there is always. But still, I'm like, can we, like, remove all the chairs and tables from the bar and put up some nets and just make it a one gigantic batting cage? And I got a lot of smiles and just head nods and, like, um, yeah, I don't know if that would work. And I'm like, oh, my vision. I have a vision. Well, now, because we're doing the big renovations, DNVR bar 1.0, we're, we're shifting over to 2.0. It's empty in there. Now I'm like, mm, you could play a little whiffage in there. You could play a little wiffle ball in there. For sure, for sure. I'm glad that we are um, just using this podcast as a really great brainstorm sesh. This is good. If anyone we has ideas. Do. <laughs> we, we, it's been a while since we've invented something, right? I feel like the actually, first yeah, of the show, there was a lot of that. <laughs> we got to get those was. creative juices flowing again. Here we are. 
We do. We, if, it, if it is a blitzball league that we got to get going, you know, so be it. We'll have to figure it out. It's also too. I feel like you need more of an indoor space, and that's what that's what John Boy does. Because again, mm-hmm. something goes up into the wind, can cause a lot of havoc. Because the that plastic, you know, is only so heavy. So mm-hmm. they they started out doing it in the alley, and we've got a small parking lot. Maybe if we just throw up a couple cones, people just won't park there, and we'll, we'll play parking lot blitzball. Yeah, going. let's try so. it. Let's try it and see what happens. Who is there anyone that you think that might would get injured from from playing? But is somebody gonna need rotator cuff surgery? I don't know if Tommy John. I don't think anyone's gonna need Tommy John from throwing a blitz ball. But a rotator cuff issue, I think someone at the company, some someone's gonna have that happen to them. I'm not gonna call anybody out, but that's I want a, I want injury. you to call someone out. Who do you think? I haven't everyone in athletic feats enough to know who would get injured i feel like i would get injured but like doing something stupid like falling yeah oh see there you go you get a pop-up you know you could be having a good day you're throwing a no hitter and all of a sudden you got to lay out for one and then you run into one of those parking poles you know so you don't run into the building and then you're out of commission so we can't have that so you can't you know you got to be in the outfield somewhere but there's there's poles out there I could I could see my boy Adam doing it. So you know what? <laughs> the age is there. I don't he wasn't a big baseball guy. That's another thing. And just But I feel like he would still He would try really hard and not be able yeah. to back it up. Sorry, and Adam. Got, and he's got kids too, so and he's a great dad. So he's throwing his kids up over his shoulder. So I feel like there's just this injury looming. It's just oh. it's just waiting to happen. And he's due. He's due. He's due kind of kind of is very very much so so we'll have to see maybe there's a third one if if wiffle ball doesn't want to get on board and there's no blitz ball there's got to be some bootleg third backyard baseball type game we could just make our own we could do just bottle caps and a broomstick maybe we should just like start a little stick ball league like with a just a stick i love that for us like legit that that, that would I'm be really fun, actually. That would be delightful. Stickball. S-T-C-K-B-L-L. Stickball. <laughs> actually, yeah. Get it on <laughs> a shirt. Let's go. <laughs> Stickball. Why not? Now, the real question is, we got to figure out a way to have two silhouettes. So at the time of recording, I'm wearing a minor league baseball shirt, which is similar to the major league baseball uh, logo, right? My shirt has that logo on it. And so, you know, there's one side is red, one side's black, whatever it is. So we're going to need a silhouette of, of someone with the stick ball and someone throwing us a, a sidearm bottle cap. <laughs> I think there's, there's some potential now. We'll have to get our own very specific branding. I mean, for a lot of players, you know, if they come from other countries, they're not fortunate enough to have an Easton or a Mizuno metal bat. They are using quite literally broomsticks, rocks, bottle caps. I mean, Mariano Rivera has, you know, a very famous story of he just had a piece of cardboard that he was able to fashion, or actually it was a milk carton. He was able to fashion a glove out of because ultimately, again, a glove is just additional padding. Yeah, we know that you can catch balls in the webbing, you know, make like a little snow cone catch. And you say, well, if you're catching on the, the edge of your glove, you know that you're, you know, someone's hand isn't there. It's an inch or two above. So you couldn't make that catch barehanded. But really, it's a lot of it is just padding, especially if you have proper form. You want to catch it right in that meat or in between the, the fingers. So a piece of cardboard is, is really all you would 
you would need. And so for a lot of players internationally, they got to, they got to make do. I, my freshman year playing baseball, our coach said, bring in some old socks and we'll go from there. And sure enough, we brought in some old socks and just kind of bunched them up and we, uh, we used duct tape around it. And that was just for our soft toss. Now, again, this was a, a Catholic school that, you know, people paid pretty good money to, to go to and attend, but I guess the athletic, you know, budget wasn't as much, had to get creative. Some of the baseballs we had were lopsided too. Like they had like a plastic feel to them. Oh, they were, they were garbage. But if you're just what? doing soft toss or you're just what? hitting off of a tee, doing tee work, it doesn't matter if the ball's round or not. It's more oblong. Let's go. Why not? I cannot, I, I'm speechless right now hearing about this, <laughs> your, your baseball team. In Tom's River, New Jersey, too, the mecca of New Jersey baseball. There I was. Nope. <laughs> so, maybe that's it. If bottle cap's a little too dangerous, we don't want anyone getting a little slice on the face. Maybe yeah. that's it. We get the stick for the stick ball. We'll get the sock. Sock ball. I think we S-C-K. call it. I, I think we call it struggle ball. I think that's what it's called. Because it's played in the city of Denver. I think that's very fitting. <laughs> I, I definitely think that's that's very fitting. Look, this week we're going to have a lot of fun uh, on the rest of the podcast. We might have to talk about our favorite bobbleheads. There was a real good one this week. I, I don't want to talk about it because – have you gotten to eBay yet to see how much this bobblehead is going for yet? I'm afraid to because I know I want it, and I hate that I don't have one, and I hate being left out of things, so I don't want to do something financially irresponsible. So I'm I'm stopping myself from looking, even though it would be in the name of research. And it just came out, so it's like it, it it's going to be at a high. It's kind of, kind of like the Zach Veen bobble. I think we might have even talked about it on the show, or maybe we tweeted it out on the Twitter account, at DNVR underscore Rockies, that they were already – you know, people, if you're from Spokane, boom, I'll sell it. I'm going to go to the ballpark. I got a couple extra tickets and I'll ship it. And it was like 70 bucks. And it was like two days before, you know, they'd even given out the bobblehead. You know, it, it's, it's going to be high right now. So we'll wait for it to come down. We'll, we'll talk about what that one was. Uh, we've got all good stuff about the series. Susie's going to debut uh, a new game, a trivia game. We all know I love trivia. Yeah. Is this going to be hard? Because when I did Tacos or Tuesday, I don't, I didn't get a lot of feedback from people who listened to the podcast if they liked it or hated it. Because like my first three clues were like, oh, parents are named Todd and Nancy. It's like, well, obviously that's, you're not going to know it, but that was kind of the point of the game. Then it got a little bit, it made more and more sense. But I also didn't want people to get it too soon. So I made it tough. Where, where are you going to put a grade? on this game that you're going to uh, unveil this week. Yeah. It doesn't even have a name yet, but it's kind of similar to the game that you just described. It might be a little easier and it might be a little more, (laughs) more inclusive. It might be more more inclusive. inclusive. It'll be more inclusive (laughs) and I think it'll be funnier. So there you go. That's kind of what we're trying to do here. Right. (laughs) I see what I, I think what I was trying to do was like, you know, make it entertaining, make it difficult. I was basically trying to do like drafting sports books job of like, all right, I'm setting the over under. If the, if the game is to get seven points, I've tried to make it so my guests would only get exactly seven points. So I'd make this one a little bit harder. And I was right every time. But, you know, is that entertaining? I don't know. So I, already your game is more entertaining. And I, we still don't even know what it is yet. I think it will be a lot more entertaining, Susie. 
Um, the thought that you, you put so much thought into things, it's it just, I don't know how you're not exhausted all of the time. Sounds exhausting to live in your brain, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Was there more to it? I feel like you were going somewhere. No, I'm just, I'm oh. loud at you talking about how you're like setting the lines on a game for the show that you host because you want the person playing the game to get like exactly a, like that is just like next level stuff um my game is not on that level but i think it'll be a really good time <laughs> and that and honestly, again that's the bottom line is it a good time i am very much of a thinker of what's the best case scenario what's the worst case scenario how can i get it closest to the middle right mm -hmm. and yeah that's uh look it's the All gift right. and the curse of being inside my head it's <laughs> 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 it's Sounds fascinating, Patrick. It really does. It's fun. It's a good time. I have a good time hanging out with my son. Hey, I'm an only child. So, I mean, obviously, I, I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm doing to a certain degree, right? You know what? You are all you need. You are just a self-contained entertainment machine. Very much sounds like DNVR Rockies to me, right? We've got articles <laughs> now. Only 50 cents. This must be ad-free, but uh, I'll, I'll give that that plug ski to us. DNVR.com. Yes. 50 cents for your first month and we're having a lot of fun on twitter at dnvr underscore rockies if you're a member you're in the members only discord I, I threw some heat out there already saying look i can't tell you more about this one thing but if i see you in person i will tell you some more about that one thing so again that's one of the perks of of being a member and, and being a part of this community which i absolutely adore and after all the the outpouring of love everyone has given to the abs and, and just the company in general for for just how much fun they put out there and love and, and passion and knowledge that they have. Like I love trying to do my part. And I know you do the same and I know we enjoy doing that for Rockies and, and Rockies fans. So give us some feedback. Our DMS are open personally and, and, and on the main account at the NBR yes. <laughs> underscore Rockies. I'm at Patrick D Lyons on Twitter. I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And you know what they say about the 4th of July. Don't get it until next year. And Momentum, also, it's only as good as your next show. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you, bye. Peace. Love you. Bye. Tomorrow. It's only as good as your next show. <laughs>